The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. Verse, yeah, and so we have this one hour teaching with stones now. Turn to your neighbor, say, neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. the word of God works in the spirit. Neighbor, the word of God works in my spirit. Neighbor, the word of God works through the spirit. So neighbor, watch me. I am the word of God in action. The word of God evidently is working in the spirit. Working in my spirit and working through the spirit. Neighbor, this is the dimension that I abide in. Amen. Hallelujah. And so when this thing happens, and, 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 and so the Lord wants his fire to fill us. It's not my word like a fire. And so in this, it is, it is, we are in the pit and fear and soul. And it's time that, 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 what did Jesus say to Peter? He said to Peter, upon this rock, this revelation, that Christ, the Son of the living God, given unto you, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. You know? And so, so, so this is the foundation. The Word of God says that the church was built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. You under, understand? So it's, it's a, a, apostolic revelation and prophetic insight, and that is what you have in your Bible there. You understand? And so the church is built upon that foundation and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. And we know that that is how the cloven tongues is of fire, that spirit of the Lord begins to consume us. Isaiah chapter number 29. It says this, Woe to Ariel and to Ariel, the city where David dwelt, and add he year to year, let them kill sacrifices. Yet I will distress Ariel, and, and there shall be heaviness and sorrow, and it shall be unto me as Ariel. And I will camp against the, the, the round about, and I will lay siege against the view of a mount, and I will raise a fort against them. And thou shalt be brought down, and thou shalt and, and, and shall speak out of the ground, thy speech shall be low out of the dust. And thy voice shall be as one that have a familiar spirit out of the ground, and thy speech shall whisper out of the dust. Moreover, the multitude of thy strangers shall be like small dust, and the multitude of thy table ones shall be as a chaff uh, that passeth away. Uh, yea, it shall be, as, uh, uh, be at an instant suddenly. And thou shalt be visited of the Lord of hosts with thunder and with earthquake and great noise and, and with storm and tempest and the flame of devouring fire. It sounds like a certain nation in the face of the earth in a moment. Right? So, and the multitude of all the nations um, that fight against Abel, even all that fight against her and her munition and, and, and that distress her, shall be, a, shall be a, a, a dream as of a vision of the night. And it shall be even be as when an hungry man dreameth, and behold, and he eateth, but he waketh, and his soul is empty. And as when a thirsty man dreameth, and behold, uh, he drinketh, but he, but, but he waketh, and behold, he is faint, and his soul shall have appetite. So shall the multitude of all the nations be, but fight against Mount Zion. Stay yourselves and wonder and cry you out and cry, and you are, you, they are drunk, but not with wine. They are staggered, but not with strong drink. 
For the Lord have poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep and have closed your eyes, the prophets and your rulers, the seers have you covered. And the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed, which men deliver to one that is learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he saith, I cannot, for it is sealed. And the book is delivered to him that is not learned, saying, Read this, I pray thee. And he saith, I am not learned. This year has been the experience of so many people. He says the vision is like a book that is sealed. But it's not sealed because they can't unlock it. It is sealed because they can't understand it. And it says that this, they go, they go to the learned, to the educated, to the ones that are supposed to know that they read. They say, I cannot understand I don't, I don't, I can't read it. It is sealed. This is mystery. I, it's like a dream. I can't understand. I don't know the interpretation. It's as, as a dream of a vision. Right? And, uh, and so you, they see the thing, but they cannot wake up. So they eat only in the imagination, but not in the physical. And so it doesn't help the physical condition. A vow it is seen in the spirit. And he says, when I take the same book, and it's like a man take the book to one that is, okay, now, now that they're educated, they don't understand. They say, I cannot because it's sealed. He says, now let us take it to one that is not educated. Maybe it is written for the, only the uneducated, uninformed can understand it. And, and, he, and the same person says, the uneducated person says, says, I am not learned. So other words, even that person is inadequate to read the book, to understand its meaning. Verse number 13. Wherefore the Lord said, for much as his people draw near with their mouth and with their lips to honor me, but I remove their heart far from me and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. So it says, it says, they draw near with me with their mouth, and their lips do honor me. So they say the right things. Their lips seem to say praise. Says, but their heart is far from It says, and the fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Yeah, he talks about his own people in Mount Zion, Israel. And we find the same thing is here today in the body of Christ. The men read the book, but the book they don't understand. They go for doctors in theology, they become professors, and they can still read, and they cannot enter into it. Then they go to the people that, 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 to, that are not educated, and they say, ah, I cannot even, I can't, I'm not learned. And, says, and the result of the thing is very simple. 
And the condition of the people is that they, 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 draw, near to me, they, 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 they draw near to me with their mouth. And their lips honor me, but their heart is far from me. And they fear outstored by the precept of men. You see, they, they are the, so, so there is the potential, and now they, like in those, the day of Isaiah, um, the reality that men are teaching precepts of men to God's people. And the precepts of men is, is impotent. It's paralyzed in the realm of the spirit. It cannot bring an unsealing of the, of the revelation of Jesus Christ in the scriptures. Therefore, Jesus said to the Pharisees, you search the scriptures, thinking therein you'll find eternal life. But they testify of me, and yet you will not come unto me. Why? He says, I am his life, isn't it? I am the, tr the way, the truth, and the. But the scriptures spoke of him. But yet the Pharisees searching it could not. Why? Because it's sealed. And so what did they teach? They taught even in the days of Jesus, which is after this time, the precepts of men. And today they still teach the precepts of men. So men are not able to enter into the life of God. Why? Because their heart is far. And the best that they can do is draw near with their mouth and with their lips. But their heart cannot have the power to move towards God. Because, and what keeps them in that state, is they are taught the fear of the Lord by the precept of men. Now you must remember that Isaiah 29 comes after Isaiah 11 to say that Jesus Christ, spoken of the Messiah, shall be filled with the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And you will be of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And remember, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And we also looked at Psalm 19 in, in, in the weeks or days or months that passed before. And we must understand that to dwell with God, we must have the fear of God because we perfect holiness in the reverence of God. The right fear. It says of Jesus Christ, in the days of his flesh, with vehement cries and tears, made the request unto the Father, the writer of Hebrews says, and was heard. Why? Because of his godly fear. He said, though he was a son, he learned obedience by the things he suffered. That Jesus Christ was hurt because of his godly fear. And now he wants that same fear. But manifestly enables it. It is the portal to the realm of wisdom. And by wisdom is a house built. It says, and let the Lord build the house. They labor in vain. And let the Lord build the house, build the business, build the family, build the career, build the thing. And let the Lord build it. They try to build it. They labor in vain. But by wisdom, God built and founded the earth. But the entrance to that thing, to that door, the door to wisdom is the fear of the Lord. But the problem is with mankind, the fear of the Lord, the awe of the Lord, the reverence of the Lord is taught by the precepts of men. Unless the heart moves towards God. 
Unless your heart on a daily basis have communion with the Spirit, unless your heart is engaged in this place, it is of no consequence. Now you can deceive yourself by your bar because you sound right. But that doesn't say if in the eyes of God, you are right. You are close to him. You are making progress. Let us go on. Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work. Among this people, even a marvelous working wonder, for the wisdom of the, of the wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudence shall be, men shall be hid. Woe unto them that seek deep to hide the counsel from the Lord, and the works are in the dark, they say, who seeth us? And who knoweth us? So other words, what they are saying, that this wisdom, they counsel, this film is always according to sight. So in other words, these guys were doing the right things, but it's always to do with what is seen. And when you hide, who can see me? They say, who can see us? Because there's no person here that can see us. You see, and so people walk by sight, sensory perception. They do, their wisdom is according to the senses. Uh, the writer in the New Testament says, this, is, this, this kind of wisdom is sensual, devilish, right? none of God. Doesn't descend from above. And so this is not wisdom, this is wisdom that alive that caters to the invisible. What did we say at the beginning here? Yeah. The word works in the spirit. So what in the spiritual realm, the word works. The word works within your spirit, my spirit, within the new creation spirit on the inside. And the word works through the spirit of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, when the word set in the spirit with it, and God said, and light be, and there was light. Woo, it is full of spirit. These words I speak to, they are spirit, and they are. And so we must understand that, is, that, that this is the nature, the, the situation of so many people. It's number 16. Let's go on. Surely... Your turning of things upside down shall be esteemed as the potter's clay. For shall the work say of him that made it, he made me not? Or shall the thing framed say of him that he, he frame, uh, framed, uh, framed it, he had no understanding? And so the Lord says, ah, you see me? What are you saying? You say, I, I, I didn't make you, so I don't understand you. You know what, but you say, no, no, you don't have understanding. I have a better understanding. Why? Because these wise men and these people, these precepts that we've taught you, of saying that mine is not worth it, I am not, don't have no understanding. First Corinthians chapter number one, isn't it? The foolish things of God confounds the wise. It is greater than any wisdom of man. Yeah. Number seventeen is not uh, is not yet a very uh, a very little while, and Lebanon shall be turned into a fruitful field, and the fruitful field shall be esteemed as a forest. And in, in that day shall the deaf hear the words of the book, and the eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity and out of darkness. 
The meek shall increase with joy in the Lord. And the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. So it talks about a day that, that the book shall be unsealed in a little while. That the, that the seed shall be begin to bear fruit and there shall be an abundance again. The words of the book. What book? The book. Number 19. And the meek also shall increase with joy in the Lord. And the poor among men shall rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. For the terrible one is brought to naught, and the scorner is consumed, and all that watch for iniquity are cut off, uh, to make a man an offender for a word, and lay a snare for him that reproveth in the gate, and turn aside the just for a thing of nothing. So all the wickedness. Therefore thus saith the Lord, uh, who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob. And Jacob shall not be ashamed, neither shall his face, uh, uh, face now wax pale. But when he seeth his children, the work of mine hands in the midst of him, they shall sanctify my name, and sanctify the Holy One of Israel, uh, of, of Jacob, uh, and shall fear the God of Israel. They also that eared in the spirit shall come to, eared in spirit shall come to understanding, and they that murmured shall learn doctrine. And this is what I want to. says, they that eared in spirit shall come to understanding, that means the error in the spirit is because of a lack of understanding. And so when there's a lack of understanding of the words of the book, there's an error, there's an ear, there's going in the wrong way in, in the spirit, in spirit. And that means the word cannot be opened. That means the word. So John said, I was in the spirit of the Lord's day and I heard a voice and I turned around and I saw. In Revelation number one, verse number two. So, so now we must understand that we also must, must there is a, a point we men here in this life, in this in spirit, where things are come from, where life comes from. Life is spiritual. But the reason is because of understanding. And they the murmur shall learn doctrine. Other words, they shall be taught. They shall learn to understand the teachings of the Lord. So the reason why people murmur, complain, or always have an opinion that contradicts God and that fights against, it is because you have not learned doctrine. And so the answer to error in the spirit is understanding. And the answer to the murmuring on the mouth because of the force of the heart is to learn doctrine. To learn. You understand. And this is the reason. Remember what we saw in, in, in Psalm 82. It says the foundations of the call of the world is out of course, of the earth is out of course. They walk on in darkness, they know of not. But I said, you are God's children of the most high God. Jesus called the to them. 
But because you know not, you walk in darkness. You continue to walk. And every foundation on here on earth is out of course. It's turned upside down. Life is in a turmoil on earth. You're praying to go to heaven because you just want to escape this earth. But why? Because you know of not. Two things men need to understanding and to learn. Understanding is given. You understand? I pray that God may grant you But doctrine is learned. Turn to the book of Mark, Gospel of Mark. Verse is the very foundation of men's problems. My people are destroyed for lack of. Proverbs 11 9 says, Through knowledge of a just be delivered. You are maybe made just, but the deliverance is only made manifest when you have knowledge. What knowledge? The knowledge of God. The religious knowledge, uh, Paul says, spoke to the church of Corinth, it puffs up. But the knowledge of God brings the freedom. Now remember deliverance, and I, and I just want to have a side note. Deliverance is not necessary only what you take it out, but what you delivered unto. So that deliverance from or out of, but it's only 50%, maybe only 50%, but the, the, the balance is what you delivered unto. He has taken the you out, but he can take you in. And so, and so understand, so when we see deliverance, we should not only always think about the basis thing, and it's been taken out. So he, 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 he delivered us out of the powers of darkness and into, that's into the kingdom, conveyed us into the kingdom of his dear son. And so other words, if you, 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 by knowledge, revelation knowledge, you are taken from one glory to another into higher places. But Jesus, in, in the Gospel of Mark, chapter number 6, and, and we spoke about this also in the Empowered Daily, I think, in a few months back. Verse number 34. I'll read from verse number 30. And, and the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told, told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. We saw before, remember, in the Empowered Daily, and when we spoke about it here, Jesus never sent them out to teach. Jesus sent them out to preach and to heal, to raise the cause of demons. And they came back, and they, instead of, uh, they, 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 they said, they, we did this stuff and we taught. Now remember, that when they were commissioned, it says he, was, he saw the mother, the sheep out shepherd, and, 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 and he had compassion on them. And then he called the twelve, and he sent them out two by two, Matthew chapter number nine and ten. And he said, go heal, preach the gospel, you know, heal the, you know, uh, cleanse the leper, you know, uh, raise the dead, so forth and so on, freely have received, freely give, right? So that he told them, right? But when they came back, instead of saying to him, you know, we did those things, they said, we did some stuff and we taught. 
Right? And, and one must understand that. Now, now, and you can know if you want to understand, in Mark chapter 6, verse number 12, it says what they did. And they went out and preached that, that, preached that men should repent. And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. But you find it is not enough. But when they came back, they said to Jesus, we did some stuff and we taught. But Jesus sent him out to preach everywhere that men should repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Went all out Israel and preached to them. And then you healed the sick. And so they went there and they anointed them with oil. They healed the sick. They cast out demons and they preached to them. So now they came back and, and they said to Jesus, they gathered unto Jesus in verse 30, 30, 30 year, uh, 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 um, and they say to, to Jesus, uh, not only we, we told him all things that they have done, which is they preached, they anointed with oil, they healed, and they cast out demons, and taught. So they added an extra. Other words, when they went there, they understood Something is missing. After you've preached the gospel and you lay hands upon the sick and they are healed and you drive out the demon, what is now big to relieve them like that? And they fought and they came in and said, ah, let's teach him. Now, what did Jesus do? Jesus went about preaching and healing, preaching and teaching. But Jesus did not qualify them or thought it important under them to give them the, the most, to give them the third element, which is teaching. But they, having been learned from Jesus, being his disciples, taught. Because why? Because the thing that they understood that the real problem of the, is not the demon or the sickness, it is the ignorance. They, they were taught the precepts of men. Therefore, Jesus rebuked the Pharisees, you blind leaders of the blind. He says, you, you, you preach to a, this, a convert, a disciple, a, a, a proselyte, but you make him twice as son as how as you are. So I was you preach to him the right message. He again comes and, be, and becomes, accepts the faith and become, and, and become into Judaism. And he comes into and he believes, but now you start to teach him and you make him twice as son as how. Why? Because you teach him the precept of men. That's just Jesus' problem with his Pharisees, isn't it? And so, so they taught, right? Verse number 31. And he said unto them, Come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest for a while. For there, there were many coming and going, so that they had no leisure as much to eat. And that is ministry. And they departed into a desert place by ship privately. So they went on themselves. And the people saw them departing, and many knew him, and ran afoot further out of all the cities, of all cities, and out, out went them, and they came together unto him. And here they are. And immediately when Jesus looked at them, and Jesus, when he came out and saw much people, was moved with compassion toward them. Why? Because they were sheep, they were sheep at the shepherd. Now remember, we, 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 we saw this in the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 50. We, we, we saw right before Jeremiah 50, and in the previous video, that, 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 that the word of God declares that because my people are like wandered, 
like sheep at the shepherd. They went from mountain to hill, and when the enemy find them, let me, let me, let's, let's, let's read it for complete. Jeremiah chapter number 50. I'm sure I have it now, right now. If I have it wrong, God, have mercy on me. So, in Jeremiah 50, verse number 6, he says, My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They have forsaken their resting place. Now, what is the resting place? Jeremiah chapter number six, right? Now, let me. In Jeremiah. Um, in Jeremiah chapter number six. Zada, um, let me see. <sighs> Let me, first in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse number 13, quickly. It says, For my people have committed two evils. For they have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. And then hewed them out cisterns and broken cisterns that can hold no water. Yeah? You see that? Right? So they walked away from the living and now they have their own vessels. Remember what they said in, Je- in Isaiah about the potter, you know, the pot saying to the potter? Right? And so they both informed themselves. Now back to Jeremiah chapter 6 verse number 16. Right? Let me... Right. Now, let me read first Jeremiah 6, verse number 3. It says, The shepherds with their flock shall come unto her. This is the promise of the Lord. And they shall pitch their tents against her around about, and they shall feed everyone in his place. Right. So this is the job of the shepherds. To feed everyone in their place. And for them to rest and pitch it and their rest and be fed. Right. What to be fair? In Jeremiah 6, verse number 16, it says this. Thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask of the old paths where there is the good way and walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk there in. So now fast forward to Jeremiah chapter number 50, right? And we're going to go to verse number 6 again, just so, and we're going to read to verse number 7. And my people have been lost sheep, and their shepherds have caused them to go astray. And they have turned them away on the mountains, and they have gone from mountain to hill, and they have forgotten their resting place. Now, you know why now? We, we saw it now in Jeremiah, right? And all that found them have devoured them. Be sober, be vigilant, for your enemy, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he made up. But why? Because they have gone from mountain to hill. They've forgotten their resting. Which is what the old paths, the good way of the Lord. What is being taught to them? The precepts of men. 
And that is the reason why people are de- God's people are devoured. Verse number seven. All that found them have devoured them, and the adversary said, We offend not, because they have sinned against the Lord, the habitation of justice, even the Lord, the hope of their fathers. And so the enemy finds them. So he says, These are people in, in there. But in the New Testament, when Jesus came, he opened our understanding that our enemy is not people, it is the devil. He says, your enemy, your adversary, the devil. And so to say now, no, no, let me show you actually one adversary. And, the, and, and, and now because it's understanding that you already get access by the Spirit to the To the prophets, you, you should understand what is being said. Yeah? And so what is being said is that the way the devil devours is because of a forsaking, the path. They go from the mountain, Mount Zion, to the hill, to a lower place. The devil can come up to Mount Zion, but we don't dwell in Mount Zion. It's too high in the spirit. Therefore, Isaiah 58 talks about you'll be, you will walk in the high places of the earth and I will feed you with, with the habit of Jacob, my father. So there's a high mountain that God's people are supposed to dwell in Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, the high place. But they move from the high place and they're operating on the hill and Satan finds them and devours them. But what, what did Peter say? He says, resist, resist steadfast in that. But faith comes by hearing, hearing by the... And so the problem is, uh, so back to Mark chapter number six. In Mark chapter number six, again, I read from verse 34. So the problem they have here is that they were a sheep, are no shepherd. Now in in, in Jeremiah, it says that the shepherds have, have led them astray. Right? Yeah, it then tells us now, yeah, that they were like sheep having no shepherd. But what he was actually saying, that they did have shepherds, the Pharisees. Remember, Israel was a religious nation. The high priest, the priest was the most powerful position. The king took care of, of daily affairs. But the priest was they communicate between visible and invisible. So the priest, it was a nation of sacrifices. Do you understand? Because God from the beginning is a God that demands sacrifice. Therefore, it's by faith, able of it unto God the more excellent. And him being dead, yet God still, still, still testify. By this kind of life, the elders obtained the Christians. So remember God had Abram to sacrifice his son, Isaac. What did God do? He sacrificed his only son. He's a God of sacrifice. So, and the priest was the official to officiate the officiant of the, the officiant of the, of that process. The priest was the most important person. Because the priest commanded the blessing. And the priest offered the sacrifices for, un- for unconscious sin. Once a year they entered into the Holy of Holies. Do you understand this? Not because it's a joy's law. No, because God is a God of sacrifice. 
Therefore, he immediately slaughtered. He took a lamb and he made skin for Adam and for his wife. Do you understand this? Now, so we must understand it. That the shepherd's job was the most important. So now, but they were had shepherds, which is the prayer, but they were now like people didn't have. Why? Because the fruits of it should have been, they should have been resting and being fed so clearly. Fed the ways of the spirit, the old paths, taught. That's why Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. That sheep hear my voice. The voice of the friends are following that. I call them out and they, and, they, and I lead them out. Psalm 23. The Lord is mine. I shall not. He make me to lie down. He leads me by. And at the end, he says, Show me goodness and mercy for I will dwell in the house of the Lord. And so God's people is the begin to begin. What is what are you being fed? And now, and now Jesus sees them like this. And he says, because they were sheep without having a shepherd. Verse number 34, Mark chapter 6. And he taught and began to teach them many things. Today's message is we're talking here upon the value of being taught. And the importance of who is teaching you and what you are being taught. Now, if you are taught the precepts of men, the fruit is your mouth will draw close. Your lips will honor, but your heart will be far. You will lack the understanding. And the enemy first walking high, you will walk low, you will be restless, and the enemy finds the devil and it devours. But because the devil can only be with the steadfast in the faith, and the faith only comes by hearing, and hearing only comes by the word, and the word it says only comes when the word is proclaimed. It only comes because it's a messenger, and a message can only come because he has sent. So who did God send to you? To teach you the ways of God. I want us to turn to Ephesians. Ephesians. Wait. Turn to the book of Acts, chapter number 8, quickly. Chapter 8 and verse number 26. Acts chapter number 8, verse number 26. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip. Now, this is important. If an angel comes to speak, saying, Arise and go toward the south, under the way down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. 
And he rose in the wind and, be and behold a man of Ethiopia and eunuch of great authority and the Candace queen of, of the Ethiopians who had the charms of all treasure and, and came to Jerusalem for to worship. Very important. Again, this man was a man that, that was a eunuch. In other words, he was a Jewish man that followed the Jewish faith in Isaiah 56 they are spoken of, right? And so, 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 um, so God explains and even in Moses it is spoken about. So, but, so he, came, he comes, he is a man of great authority. So in the marketplace, in the place of government, he didn't even have authority. He has great authority. So he's on the top tier in his nation. Now, Ethiopia in those days, in the Bible, there was not sick and hungry people, starving little kids. No, no, no. It was a powerful nation. At one point, it was a thorn in the flesh, even, even to the people of God. If you read the books of the Kings and the Chronicles, even the prophets' prophecies about Ethiopia. So, so this man was a man of great authority. Number two, he was in charge of all the treasure. So he managed, he was the minister of finance and he handled everything. So this man was loaded. He had all the control. He was like Joseph was in Egypt. Do you understand? Well, the equivalent of Joseph was to Egypt. This man was to Candace Queen, was in in Ethiopia. And he came to Jerusalem to worship. What does it mean? He came to sacrifice. Remember, even Joseph went up to Jerusalem and yeah, it, it sacrifice, yeah? Ah, all right. So worship means off your body, living sacrifice. It's sacrifice. Right? So he came to sacrifice. So even so he journeyed from one thing, even though he was such a big guy, he journeyed from way to Jerusalem. But thank God we don't have to go to Jerusalem. We've come unto Mount. Zion, right? And so the heaven in Jerusalem, you know. Um, and so now the man is there, and now he is busy. He, verse 28. And he was returning and sitting in the chariot and read Isaiah the prophet. Even people in high positions read the Bible in the secret, right? That's why we are being raised up, yeah? You are being raised up. To be the Philip yes. to men and women like Visa. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to the chariot. Now the chariot was on the move, right? And Philip ran further to him. So it was a point of urgency. An angel told him, and now the Holy Ghost spoke to him. So he's running now, right? You must know when to run. And heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, the most important thing, understand the vow what thou readest? So you say to me, I read the Bible, but understand this vow what thou readest? It's the most important thing. Not believing it, understanding it. 
And Philip ran for the, verse number four. And he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? So this is an educated man. This is a powerful man. He knows how to run a kingdom. He knows how to handle all the treasure. But he doesn't know how to understand the word. And he said, you know what? I need a guide. God said, I will teach and instruct in the way that he shall. I will guide you with my. This man said, how is it that I understand? I need, a, I need a guide. That's what the word of God says. It's John 16, verse number 31. When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide into all truth. And Jesus went on the chapter later to say, you know what, that word is truth. But what? Before he said that, what did he say? In John chapter number 8. To them that believed in him and followed him, he turned around unto them and said, if you continue in my word, then are you my students, my learners, my followers. And you will know the truth. And the truth will make you free. And even the son is free is free indeed. You see, it is, you see, we really read the Bible. And so, so, so before Jesus said, even the spirit of truth has come, he said to, he said to them, you know, how was the entry? He, he, a man filled and anointed with the spirit, knowing the word, walking in the truth, being led of the truth. And when they believed, immediately they followed him. Like blind Bartholomew, he followed Jesus' says, go thy way. And, and, and the Bible says, but Bartholomew has followed Jesus in the so many people, after they are healed, after they are delivered, after the disciples lay hands upon them and pour oil upon them and heal them and cast up the demons and prophesy to them and give them a prophecy, they go back and they go thy way. Because Jesus will say immediately, go thy way. He said to no one that he healed and delivered and set free, follow me. He only said to them, go thy way. Go and show thyself to the Go and sin no more. Let something worse happen to you. But there are something that people like blind Bartholomew understood that Jesus is the Messiah, the sin was the anointed one. And, 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 and Bartholomew refused to go his way and he followed Jesus in the. Why? Because you know what the disciples did? They followed Jesus in the. And he says, if you the way, he, he said, then he, the way, the evidence that you are following me is you continue in my word. My, my word is truth. And when you know the word, you know reality. And all the problems, of some, some, uh, all these symptoms, these symptomatic things, these things that are there of, of, of God's people will go away. Why? Because there's a liberty, a liberty indeed. But it comes to who are you following. And this man understood that he needed a guide. And he says, it goes on then to say, and he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Now many times people think, so, so, so he said, the man desire. Whatever things you desire. So there was a pulling, there was a magnet on the inside of him. And he said, come and sit with me. He made a demand on Philip. Verse number 32. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter and like a, dumb, a, a lamb down before the shepherd. Open Isaiah 53, of course. And in his humiliation, judgment was taken away and shall declare his generation, for his life is taken f from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom doth the prophet save us, of himself or of some other man? 
Then Philip opened his mouth and began at, this, at the scripture, preach unto him Jesus. Using the scriptures, showing him Jesus. And the man says, now what I believe. What stops me? Here's some water. Some dirty water next to the road. I'm a great man. I don't care. Baptize me in this dirty water. And after he did that thing, because he, he taught the man, before he, because he found somebody that, that did not know, but couldn't understand the word, and he opened to him the word and showed to him what the prophet was talking about, which is the ultimate revelation of everything, all the universe, all this thing going on on this earth, Jesus. At that point in time, because he taught, he didn't, now remember this Philip, he shook Samaria. The one accord they hid, they did miracles, he cast out there, the lane jumped out. The, even the, the, it was such a great move. But not once did the, said the angel spoke to him. And, and immediately after he's done with this man, he was caught away. But why wasn't he caught away when he was doing that work? Shaking Samaria. Doing Mark chapter 6, verse 12 and 13. Only when he taught, only when he, he was a guide to a man that had no understanding, only then did the spirit catch him away and find himself in another place. I hope you understand. Here it is. Yeah. There you go. Ephesians chapter number four. Verse 17. Now we we have we have looked at verse Ephesians for years now, starting in the house in in in, in, in the Bible fellowship until today. We, we for years we are busy with Ephesians. It's a heavenly epistle. Right. So in Ephesians chapter four, verse number seventeen. I, when I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you, that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Having the understanding darkened because being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance of, uh, that is in them uh, because of the blindness of their heart. Now understand, we have seen this again, right? We've saw this before. What is it? Paul's prayer was that, that the God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ will grant you the, uh, the, the spirit of wisdom in the, in the revelation and the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding flooded uh, in light of flood of light that you may know that uh, uh, hope of his calling, that glory is heaven in the saints and the incomparable power towards them that believe, us who believe. The same power with the resurrection power which worked in Christ and took him from the lower belly of the earth. You remember what, uh, what um, Isaiah said? They speak from the earth and they took Jesus from the earth and put him right in heaven. And it says, This, this, this understanding can come to you if you're ground, if you if you get the spirit of wisdom revelation. When your mind is flooded with light, when you understand your spiritual eyes is open and flooded with light, it will take you from the lowly earth, Isaiah, chapter 29, right up to the heavens, to the very right hand of power, the resurrection power. When Christ is seated and we and he has been given to us, to his body, is the head over the church, the fullness in the fall all the way. We saw that in Ephesians chapter 1. So now we are now in Ephesians chapter 4. And then we looked at this and says, look, and then, and then he, we spoke about the prophets and these things and the father ministry and what has been given and stuff like that. We, we, we saw this before. Right. And so then, 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 then it says in verse number 7, now, because I've said all these things in this epistle to now, and all these things I've just said, therefore, there's no longer walk in the vanity of 
um, uh, uh, vanity of our minds like other Gentiles. Other words, the vanity of the reasoning, the precepts of men. Right? And what happens if the understanding is? The, why, why don't they, why are they languishing? He says they do not understand. Isaiah, right? And why they have not learned? Learned what? Learned doctrine. They haven't learned. They've not been taught doctrine. Isaiah, right? We, we saw this now, right? So he says, so now their understanding is darkened, and when that happens, they're alienated. They become foreigners. They cannot reach the very life as a way of God. And there's a blindness of their heart. They understanding, they're understanding dark means it's spiritual eyes. So they can't see spiritually. Verse number 19. So, I, so we saw this so many times, so I'm, not, I'm just going to go to verse 19. Who being past feeling have given themselves unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. Verse number 20. But you have not so learned Christ. You learn by being taught. Remember what we spoke about last two weeks ago? Not in the lesson. Taught is in the lesson. It says, but you have not so learned Christ. It's not in this way. Verse number 21. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in. Now who taught them? The apostles. The leaders. The apostles, the prophets, the events, the apostles, the teachers. You look at them, you can give gifts unto men. We saw it in Ephesians chapter 4. Right. As the truth is in, Jesus. You, you understand John 8 verse 32, Yeah. Disciples are taught and they enter the reality, taught what the word, the ways of God, that the word is truth. It's a, a John chapter 8. Yeah. That you put off concerning the former conversation. So he's ex exhorting them now. The, the former conversation, the former speech and walk of the old man that is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and, and and that you put on the new man that after god is created in righteousness and the real true holiness not the ones that come with the mouth let us perfect holiness second Corinthians 7 verse number one seeing that we have his great and precious promises from verse 6 from, verse number, from chapter 6 verse number 14 that being not an eagerly yoke together unbelievers coming from among them I will receive you right so, so we, we, we saw that before also but now it says now you perfect holiness in the fear of God but people the fear of God was taught in Isaiah says by the precept of men but when you learn Christ being taught of the Lord as the reality is in Jesus you are now off the former things that are the precepts of men that darkens the understanding that, 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 that is based upon the vanity of the reasoning taught by the precepts of men that, 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 that now you come into the, the reality because of what you've been taught the word of God the word of working in the spirit and so now you are now coming into a freedom because the truth is in Jesus and you put off it, uh, and you put on the new man who was created after God in righteousness 
just like God, right in there, and internal holiness, not this outward show of holiness. He said, pursue holiness out which no man will fear the Lord. Which holiness? This true holiness. Can only come by the reference to the fear of God. Therefore, in Hebrews chapter number two, the first, the same thing we talk about holiness and talk, talks about, about, about our God is consuming fire. Talks about the fear of God. A certain type of fear that is in the spirit. That causes us to enter into the realm of wisdom. The very things that for which we are called the spirit of wisdom and the revelation and knowledge of. Colossians, let me, Colossians chapter number three, verse number nine, I'll just read this completeness sake. It says, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds, and put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. It says, but be transformed by the renewing of your Mind. Put on the new man, the new things. Wha- ha- how you renewed according to, you renewed in knowledge after the image of him. What does 2 Corinthians chapter number 3 from that 15, 16, on, 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 and 17 says? It says verse, it says that when Christ is read, the veil is taken away because the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we with unveiled face behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord and is being transformed, metamorphosed, changed into, into that image from glory to the word of Christ is not so learned. What are you learning? What are you being taught? Are you receiving? Are you taking? And so this session and these sessions like this, and on and on a, a Sunday, though on a Sunday, because of this program, we don't come to teach. We come just to say something and 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 and, and go home. Right. So bad and do small, small, whatever is the, on the heart of God's people. That but here we come to teach and I want you to understand it is the thing that I long for the most is not is that the numbers should rather be reversed more people should be here on a Wednesday than is here on a Sunday because the, the Wednesday the one hour teacher is more important than preaching teaching casting out devils and and prophesying and healing the sick that's only the door. It's only the call. For entering in, I am the door, Jesus said. Don't enter by any else. Enter by me. I am the shepherd. And then he tells us. Now, for the Jews, it should have been understand because they had the prophets. Jeremiah and Isaiah and Ezekiel talked about the shepherds. Do you understand? Therefore, Peter calls him the ones Peter sent to the Jews calls Jesus in, in his epistle, the great shepherd. Why? It is the revelation. Son of David. That's why David prayed for, isn't it? The wisdom to shepherd the people. But the Solomon prayer, the wisdom to shepherd the people. And because he didn't pray for wisdom, he prayed for and his judgment and wise discernment to shepherd the people. 
And God says, ah, because you asked for this. You didn't pay for wisdom to open a business. Wisdom is to become rich. It's wisdom to shepherd the people. And God says, because of this, I will give you everything else. Why? Because this is so important. Because this wisdom, this discernment to shepherd the people, this opens the, this is the realm of, this is the realm of riches, the realm of everything. Therefore, you read the, the prophets of Solomon. You understand that. Matthew chapter number 13, and let's finish up. Taking a little bit more time tonight. Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 18. What is important to you? What did Jesus say? Now that you know all these things, you need to be taught the word. And as you continue in the teaching of the word, you need to have be taught. You need to be, to be there. So somebody must guide you. That is the entrance into it. And from that point, when will guide you into truth, the spirit of truth will then lead you into that. Paro de mele caradiades. Shaprocoyatedos. Matthew 13, verse number 18. Ye he therefore the parable of the sower. When one heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receive seed by the wayside. Now, one of the an rendering of this parable, it says, immediately the wicked one cometh, Satan cometh, and he taketh away. Why? Because the person lack under. That's important understanding. So it doesn't matter how much I'm talking, how much you're reading the scriptures, how much you're hearing the word, how much being told do you understand? Why? Because you lack understanding at this moment. The devil's already come and taken it away from you. The seed, the word, has come by the way. Verse number 20. But he that received the seed into a stony place, the same is he that heareth the word, and anon they will joy receive it. Another verse says, and they believe it immediately. Because I believe it will joy they receive. It goes on to say, You have not yet have he not ruled in himself that endureth for a while, but when tribulation and persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. Now, a root of in this, why? Because the scripture Solomon said, It is the root of the righteous tendeth to plenty. The root of the righteous, Solomon said in his prophet, tendeth to plenty. What does it mean? You see the branch bearing the fruit, but it's actually the root that is bringing the yeah, Because it's the root, you know? Is he having no root within him? So, so he can then, then bring fruit. Alright. Verse number 21. Verse 22, brother. It says, some people get offended. Therefore, I, it is the most, most puzzling thing in the beginning of ministry. 
when, and when you have ministering to, to the same people on a regular basis. A wonder is that you are here the same, but if I find you on another day, you are offended. You are in another place. But here, at the first day in the one, say on, on Wednesday, tonight, the word, you were happy at the word, rejoiced at it. But catch you a couple of days later, you're offended. What you lack, root. Because you got persecution, you got tribulation, you got adversity for the word's sake, but you didn't know. What is the devil's job? Prevent you, steal it the moment you lack understanding. And if you do, receive it. Come and test, it will bring tribulation and pursue. Negative action, negative comments against you, and, and some trouble. Some other, so another seed tears in the heart. Verse number 22. And he also that received the seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word. And the case of his world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. Now, in another version of it, it says that he receives it and begins to bear fruit. It doesn't bring forth word, uh, fruit unto maturity. So, in other words, it says, it, says the, it says the case of this world. Do you know the greater your responsibility, the greater your, your thing, uh, um, your, your prosperity, the more your case multiply? Do you know that? So the more the word brings fruit, the more the prophecy come to pass, the more the word goes to grow and the more you go into God, you begin to do the works of God. The more you move into your destiny, the more case is that multiplies your case, multiply the case of this world. For things in this world must be maintained. And the world also begins to come and the case begins to become a burden. Because you begin to care for the world. Do you understand? And therefore, at the same time, what happens? Suddenly you get promoted. You don't come to church no more. Why? Because you're busy. Your promotion demands that you not be there. But what if you never had a job? You never got a promotion. And you're struggling to make ends meet. Where would you be? Maybe where were you? In church, listening to the word. But the moment the word works, you're no longer there. You disappear. Because burden become now. Now you become, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. What did Jesus say? When you send them out by the kingdom, he said, go face this. No, no, I have just married. I cannot come. I am building my house and I cannot come. And what did you say? And the master of the, master of the feast, he was angry. He says, Go to the highways and the byways. The poor of the lame invite them in. It happens to so many people. Jesus said it happens to at least a percentage of the people he preaches to. And the deceitfulness of riches. The moment the word comes to pass, it is at that point in time that the person begins to say, you know what? 
You know how I did this? I was praying. You know, I'm anointed. You look at my success. I have done it. There he goes. Look at my success. Look at how my, I, have, I have made it. And they suddenly they walked. Get some sunglasses. Spiritually. <laughs> spiritual sunglasses. Not literally. Because they've been, they've gone insane. They're walking in. So. But, but, but there are some that are insane already. The <laughs> word didn't make them say. But, but now, immediately, riches has a voice. And the voice of greatest riches, the greatest danger of riches, it is the power to deceive. Mammon and God. Years ago, I was with somebody. And the person said, and they were talking about a certain pastor. And they had a nice job. The husband had a nice job. And the woman made a comment. And she said, what is wrong with this pastor taking offerings all the time? He should go find a job instead of, look at us. They were called to that. And when the woman said it in my presence, the Holy Spirit spoke in me. The Lord says, this, because she has just that thing that she spoke, shall be upon her. They will go, and today, in order for them to sustain the ministry, they, they must work a job. So now what suffers the ministry? The God's people. Why? Because when riches has increased, it teaches that, that but with the, for, for the person for God, I am too called to the thing. And years later, it came to pass. Riches can deceive. It can pump up in pride, but it can bring down. Just because the Ethiopian eunuch had great authority, just because the Ethiopian eunuch managed great treasure, did not mean that he, that he stopped worshipping in the house of God, stopped traveling from, for, for, for thousands of, of kilometers to Jerusalem from Ethiopia on a chariot, not on a private jet, but on a chariot in the heat of the desert to go and worship and not, not receive something, but to sacrifice unto the Lord. Just because he was in the heat and he sacrificed unto the Lord, returning from the temple, returning from the house of the Lord, returning from Jerusalem, doesn't say now he had to put down his Bible. No, he picked up the scroll of Isaiah and he was reading. And just because he was reading, doesn't mean that he understand. And just because he was great and educated, man, you understand? You, they will not give a steward something if they don't think the steward can handle the authority or the great treasure. And so, and so the man was an intelligent man. But just because he was intelligent and he was on top of his world, didn't mean that he was unteachable. He could still see the need for a guide in the things of the spirit. And he still was able to make a request and ask, come and join. Will you come and spend time? Will you teach me? Because of that thing, God honored him. So some people begin to progress, but they 
the thing, the case in the world, they are phones. The deceitfulness of riches they are phones. And they're there to make the seed that, 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 that began to germinate, that formed the root, that formed the, f- that formed the stem, and they get branches and leaves and begin to bring forth the fruit. And the fruit is beginning to show, but it's not ripe yet, but it's there. And then at that point in time, the care of taking care, the, 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 the deceitfulness that, that is success, now chokes that thing, it closes in. It, but it chokes, it's, it's over time, by and by. So, so over time, it becomes unfruitful, it says. Right. 22, you see, becometh. This is coming fruit instantaneously. When Jesus cursed the fig tree, he says, immediately began to work. But, but this one is, uh, it, when the word is, it has become. It grows into becoming unfruitful. It comes slowly. Therefore, success, you can go up in a moment. But when you see when people fall, you don't, they have already fallen, but you don't see it yet. It's like a fever. You only know they're falling when they hit the ground. In the spirit, it's like that. He pounces right at the end. We talked about the lion and the ability to store. Let's go on. Verse 23. But he that receiveth seed into the, into the good ground is he that receiveth ear of the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some and a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. But what did Jesus say there? It says, but he that receives seed into good ground is he that heareth the word and under. And another thing, we, we spoke about it in, the, in, the, um, in Power Daily. It's a good, honest heart. It's that kind of heart. And that good, honest heart receiveth and understandeth the word. And only then does fruit come forth to maturity. Only then can be harvest. What he says, he said, you didn't, you didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to be a fruit. Much fruit, he said. So he said, we have the Father glorified that you be much fruit, and that fruit should be made. I am the vine, you are the? He says, whoever bear not fruit in me, he says, my, my, uh, that, 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 my, that bronze is taken away. How? Through this process. Because what stops fruit bearing? A lack of understanding. But he that beareth fruit, the Father cometh and pruneth him to bear much fruit. That's what we spoke about on Sunday, I believe. When we spoke about the are trials, the are tests, the are things, it is the pruning. It's work of patience. Patience will have his perfect work in you. But you may be tried. It's cold in the furnace. And so your understanding is not only what but the verse, but why the verse. What is intended? That's why I took the time in the beginning to say, look here, we are journeying on a mat. I went down to explain the context so that you can understand the context. That you don't sit here Sunday after Sunday and Wednesday after Wednesday and think that we are some other place. No, no, no. We are moving to a certain thing. And so you must have understanding. If they understood, it isn't merely by this word like that. It is now what they needed to do is that this word is was fruit had to come to maturity, they would not have allowed the, the case and the case of the word and the civil to choke the word, making them unfruitful. They would have able to understand, let me push aside the case and not be deceived by riches. 
But be like that Ethiopian eunuch that said, irrespective of this, I will still seek understanding. I will still seek the knowledge of the word. I will still pursue God. It is the matter of the heart. Remember, we're talking about the heart. The seed comes in the For with the hard man believe and is justified. We are done. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned, and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church, go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.